Welcome back to Geek Show Help Desk. Well, I'm, well, I'm well. still not used to the name. I'm well, not well, used well. to it. It's so weird. Ooh, I have a button for that. Oh, there we go. Okay, James, you've been replaced. Sorry. By a button deck, mm -hmm. nonetheless. Ooh, there's a fast yeah. one. That's right. Mm -hmm. All right, this is the uh, Geek Show Help Desk where we talk about gadgets, tech, spacey things that are cool, technology that are uh, cool, science that is cool, you know, cool stuff. And let's kick it off by introducing our panelists. Coming in at spot number right next to me, it's Jaren. Hey, it's Jaren. You can find me on uh, Twitter at Jaren. Nice. Right underneath, right underneath him, we got Owen. Hey, follow me on Twitter. X, whatever, at Technoan. Twitterx. Twitterx. Twitter, and Twitterx, yeah. And then we got James. Oh, what's up, guys? You can catch me here, Twitter, Blue Sky, ever since Rebecca hooked me up. You got Blue, Blue Sky, Sky too? What? Dude, I'm not going to lie. Like, it's pretty dope. I How'd she Blue... hook you up? What, she's it, been, what is she's that? She's been on there for a bit. She got she has invites now. I don't have invites yet still. Blue Sky? I Blue Sky today for the first time uh yeah. my my very first one i sent out uh and it said i guess i'm one of those lame people now that carry a voice recorder with them into meetings so i can take notes feed it into chat gpt and remember everything you're just oh, giving but, chat gpt more information that's fine i'm a generic white guy cares? what's it gonna do it can't what's, pick you out it, of the other generic guys me. it can't yeah. hurt me yeah, speaking of generic, generic white, guys. white guys we have a host his yeah. name's tony that's right, the genericest of white guys. It says so, according to Ancestry.com. <laughs> Check me out on Twitter, at Quad T Tony, or uh, on Blue Sky, Quad T, or on uh, other Geek Show podcasts, wherever Geek Show podcasts are sold. Hmm. Do you, you have, like, freely wait, go on, you go on Ancestry.com, and, like, you have the original generic white guy gene. Oh, dude, it's like, <laughs> it shows you the map, and it's, like, Sweden, Norway, Scotland, England. Just, <laughs> you are the whitest deep of in the white heart. guys. Just yeah. in the how, heart of the heart of it. How mm -hmm. many places did your families pillage? <laughs> all of them. <laughs> Shame. All the white ones anyway. All the, yeah, all the white ones. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Whoa, whoa. All the white ones. All the white ones. Um, I got to meet our uh podcast granddaddy. I don't know. What are we calling Mike? The 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 group leader, if lawyer you will, Mike, the, the lawyer. Yeah, lawyer Mike. Yeah. I met uh, I met him for the first time. Great guy, lawyer Mike. Really nice guy. Not what you imagine a lawyer to be like. <laughs> no, no, not not really. <laughs> Board shorts, uh, a Tommy Bahama shirt, backwards uh, skateboarder hat, some uh, little scruffy hair. You know, I dig him. He's my kind of lawyer. He's he's the kind of lawyer that says nah a lot. You know what I mean? Instead nah. of no. Yeah. 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 We should nah. do that. Nah. Shout out to Mike. Nah. All right. Do we have any emails? Email. We do. Cool. All right. Yeah. Do we want to read them? Oh, yeah, sure. Okay. Oh, we got okay. an email from Argo Spurton. Argo Spurton. Uh, oh, Spurton. Oh, That's yeah. That's a real I, word. I, I just don't recognize sports in any of its form. Mm. Uh, question mm. for the podcast. Hello, Help Desk Podcast. Been a new listener from the Geek Show side of things and have been really enjoying your content. Hey, thanks. My, my question purpose? is, where do you guys go for tech reviews on products before you buy them? 
I used to watch Linus Tech Tips, but it's recently come out that their <laughs> testing methods aren't that accurate and Ooh, seems to push among, more quantity than quality slash correct information to the consumer. Among other Thanks things. Thanks for letting me listen. I feel Jason. like any program at scale like that, I'm sure, just like anything else, started very genuine and it becomes a oh, industry. Yeah, for sure. Well, leading, the, the, the thing no, about sorry. Linus Tech Tips is it started off more as an entertainment channel, a tech yeah. entertainment channel. Mm -hmm. And lately they've been pushing into tech uh like reviews and things like that like hardcore reviews and things like that and that's a lot harder to do than to be well, an entertainment tried channel to, yeah tried to swim in some real big data yeah some some the, true you know accurate data yeah. pools that were the, the ours little Technica, over their head yeah, yeah. the ours technica zone or the or the gamers nexus zone and and it's those take a lot more uh work on the back end to be to be accurate yeah. and good and so yeah, it's not just that's just putting up some sound baffling what are you talking about <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> yeah so kind of like springboarding off of that it's a site that you guys turned me on to back in the day it was uh the wire cutter i still go there i know uh new york times bought them out uh big money came in and and just backed the truck up um wire cutter's I, not, I still kind of like it a lot you know yeah well, wire cutter's good for like the more pedestrian things out there in my okay, opinion first, ouch okay just all right like what's the, of... what's the best vacuum or what's the best uh i don't know i feel like it's a stool for your search... money you know? I, yeah i feel like it's a conglomerate of search results it's like <laughs> what are people searching for stool jaren just called That's me stupid firm. um no. <laughs> right generic. after uh, right after uh, the beginning of the show, just to pull back the curtain a little bit, he was patting himself on the back by like saying, "You know, I've been nicer to people lately. You know, good for good for me." <laughs> yeah, I think it's because you haven't been on for a bit. Well done yeah. for turning that back around on me, James. You have graduated, and I promote you. Is this what gaslighting feels like? Because it feels <laughs> great. <laughs> That's you got it right there. Uh, um, I'm, it's like wire cutter really isn't geared for the well, more nerdy techie stuff in my opinion it's more like regular consumer based yeah goods. yeah you know Let's thanks for, thanks for saying crayons. that more eloquently yeah. than, than here's I the, did. here's the 50 best <laughs> gifts for dad yeah so the thing slightly about, better slightly better than that the yeah. thing about uh looking up tech stuff is is i have certain sites for certain things kind of getting at what yeah. jaren is saying so for for av stuff uh the the best is rtings.com ratings ratings.com but it's r-t-i-n-g-s they do super exhaustive very data-driven uh reviews of things like tv uh surround sound setups uh TVs, sound bars speakers i said tvs i just I said tv surround too. sound setups uh, there was a pause. was there a comment anyway, in there? TV uh, they also do they also do headphones um you know thing things like that av stuff headphones uh, for the most part. i just said that um, <laughs> yeah that, that, that one that one's a troll <laughs> i thought that oh i thought there was a comma head head slash phones i missed yeah. you guys you guys are fun <laughs> we wow. missed you too james come play more often. i love okay <laughs> where else do you well where where else do so, you go what, so, what then, are, so then uh so that's that's where we go for that or where i go for that and gadget does a pretty good job of they're kind of a mid between um wire cutter and ratings.com they cover more specialized stuff but they also cover some of the more mundane things i really like marquez for yeah phones. marquez is great yeah. yep mkbhd 
Yeah. Um, he's just got for, such a good personality. He's super he fun to watch. He's, yeah. he's, he's amazing. Um, Digital Foundry for Digital, GPU reviews. Yep. They they seem to be the most unbiased out of everyone, yeah. in my opinion. And the other you cool don't think thing they about, lean towards NVIDIA? Uh, they lean towards whoever is the best. Benchmarking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah that's, and that's how it should be. Whoever's putting up yeah. the best numbers, that's who's going to get you know a little more coverage. Well, and, so. and NVIDIA pushes graphics boundaries a lot more in AMD, so that kind of seems more. to get more coverage. They come up mm-hmm. a lot more. Right? But they, they talk about performance as well, which AMD excels at. So one of the things I, that, I feel it's fair. One of the things I really like about them, even other than just uh, graphics cards and stuff, is they also do specific games. So you can see how good is a game like this going to run on my PC before I buy it? You know, is it something that, I want to deal with or not and That's, consoles as well so man that'd be the next great step like if you could put in your personal rig like gaming rig details like this is what you've got and then have ai or something simulate what that game would look like using your hardware i bet you were five years or less away from a program that yeah. does that They're like hey, we're that's just, your million dollar idea right there Owen. i just gave it up to this guy there you go <laughs> guy <laughs> you know Listeners. he still hasn't listened to it you have time no to I've got, I'd like two days is like not enough time for if you that. develop a cocaine habit and sky's the limit oh and if if you like uh gaming laptops Jared's tech on on YouTube is very good very thorough so yeah there's just there's a lot out there overall I would say CNET and and gadget are probably your most kind of generic good ones wire cutters you guys what do you guys think of tom's Tom's hardware what do you think about tom's hardware do you guys hardware tom's hardware is great they're all they're pc centric though yeah only pc stuff yeah for sure i i think for me the the main thing is spread out the love read more than one review oh Um, about the same item yes about the same item because some reviewers are going to have a better or worse time with it than others so And read the get and I and I read the reviews of actual people that have bought it. Like, once if you can, like, you know, there's obvious. Yeah, it's hard <laughs> sometimes because there's some people like it came in a box that had a bent corner, and the company didn't send me a new one. One out of you five. Know, one out of five. So you kind of have to you kind of have to look at that and find trend. You know, you get really into that where you find trends in something. Once yeah. you f- start finding a trend in a review, it's worth looking into more. But. Yep. Well, there you go. Hope that meandering answer helped you. Mm-hmm. And Take thanks for writing in our ghost. Run with it. Got an email from Lang. He says, "How goes it, fellas? What up, I, Lang? Got to, I got I got a question and and <laughs> I got a question and some recommends for you all. Well, mostly for Lando. So here's the question." My wife is doing a side hustle that requires a desktop setup, but all I have are laptops. If I had a $1,000 budget, how would you build a PC to last the longest for a peasant that only runs a few data entry programs and minimal photo storage? Not sure why that's for Lando, but... Digital photo storage, like, (laughs) storage is so cheap right now, man. Yeah. Like, you can go to Costco and get, like, a 14 terabyte for, like, 100 bucks. Yeah, it depends. I mean, it's almost worth buying just, like, a pre-built model for that much so what did he say it's used for mainly like photo manipulation no a couple of data set data well if he's going to spend a thousand dollars like a laptop honestly might be a little bit better because you have to buy a monitor um, yeah if you don't well, have a monitor already and a keyboard and a mouse and everything that's yeah. i think he said she had to have a desktop setup though well and don't forget like yeah. your, your local universities they have um surplus sales surplus sales like all the time 
It's just hard to find any desktops, though, right? Kick it out. No, he, he does say. You. I was gonna say he does you, say you. it requires a desktop setup. Well, I would say jump on to um, PC Part Picker and uh, look at some of the builds on there. Yeah. Um, the other well, people have done it already. People have done it already. You can even put that in. I think say yeah. like a thousand dollar build, and people people sure. have done it. And the only main thing you need to remember is if she's not going to be doing any gaming or video editing or anything like that, you don't need to stress the video card too much. Right. Um, so well, you know, couldn't you, you just get like a? You could even get an IGPU. Yeah. Yeah. You can get uh, you can get an APU from uh, AMD and have that cover it or. Intel has the the uh, yeah they've got their Intel HD well, so yeah their Intel HD is not bad, and you, then you could spend more of that money on memory and yeah I would storage. say, you know latest i7, uh, thirty two gigs of RAM and a one terabyte SSD for your boot drive. Uh, you can get a, gra a a motherboard for around a hundred bucks that'll have what you need. You know I think Power I think you yeah maybe I think like six fifty. Seven hundred, seven fifty. I think you could build something really good for around seven hundred bucks, and then put the rest of that money towards your monitor and stuff like that. Right. Maybe maybe spring for a two terabyte SSD because they're super cheap right now. Well, I would a say more, go bit more I, photo storage for you. I would say go with a one terabyte uh, for your C drive, and then get an additional uh, two or four terabyte for your storage yeah. drive. Did he say and that then, she's doing photo editing? Yeah, for photo storage. Oh, photo, photo storage. I wonder storage. if that's for like family oh, yeah. photo storage. Probably. Because if you have a Amazon Prime membership, they have they have a really good it's storage. included. Yeah. Yeah, it's included. Uh, I use uh, Amazon Prime as a backup. I use Google personally, just because I like how it lays out the timeline for me. So you have you and have get, two backups basically of your, of your well photos. and a hard drive backup just in case. Yeah, you're, you're you're well protected. Uh, email goes on. Next, a recommendation. It has been a struggle for Lando to wrap up the help desk episodes. <laughs> so in, so instead of, have wait, you wait. tried turning it off and on again? Here's a few that I think fit oh. the podcast just a bit better. And yes, they're all quotes from previous episodes. You know, I, I this is me talking, not Lang. I think I have to agree with him. I'm kind of, oh. the, the, have you tried turning it off and on again, or on and off again? It's, I don't know, starting to yeah. get old. I wish we um, had. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. Anyway, uh, his suggestions. I did the best with what I had. <laughs> That's the cost of doing business. Did you chunder? <laughs> Got to spend time on your nethers. Those How do you guys all, like those um, last three are from me? Yeah. <laughs> wait a second something to the extent of how do you guys like uh, if you order three podcasts you get free shipping no yeah. I get it that was stupid you know? oh, stupid James it's, uh, too much self-worth in it you I know mean, what I, like I say wait, you know what let's kick it to James for the end of the yeah let's, let's make James let's, 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 let's make James I want. here's the no, thing you gotta we, say we, something we don't have to use the same one every time we can have a you know a a grip of them that we choose from. There's there's oh, nothing wait. wrong with that. That brings up a good question. Who's going to do it today if Landon's not well, here? Well, James, clearly. James. You want to trust me with the last You better word? be ready. I do. I, I do, James. Just, just pay fact, attention to the very end fact, of this episode when it cuts out a little bit early. I'm yeah. looking forward to it. In fact, that's your kickoff to him. Hey, James, <laughs> what's our last word? But Give us give us know. the last word, oh, James. That is fantastic. But. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but. <laughs> All right. I succeeded. No, the, the, the email's not over. Oh, oh, oh. It, it's almost Sorry. over. Okay. Thanks to Miss Mash for the honors. I will see what I can forward for the episodes. 
for example, did you know Viagra came as a mistake after working with donkeys? Literally uh, and figuratively. I mean, that was like, that. they were like, we need this donkey show to go on longer. <laughs> the more you know. Owen, don't worry. You have something that looks like Riz. Yes. What is that? Is that a rapper? It's a, you just um, get thing, it's a millennial thing. Yeah. I'm the Rizzler, as I, I've oh, been told. Right. Yes. So my my drip is hot on guy. Is fire. Wait, did you say millennial or Gen Z? Gen Z. What did I say? Millennial. Uh, you were scaring me for a second. I had no idea what you were Oh, talking. crap. <laughs> Wait a minute. I don't I even know these words. <laughs> They're going to know. And I'm a millennial. <laughs> you just outed yourself. My drip elder, is elder millennial. Bussin. <laughs> And things that's enough hate, of that anything that anything else <laughs> nope <laughs> all right thanks for writing in lang uh let's see what do we got to talk about this week do we want to do an ltt update real quick or should we just let that has it poor has it smoldered is it did it did we get any more did we get any more flames i mean i saw well since, i saw okay, the drama i guess, I guess we're doing this yeah so wanna... since since our last episode it also came to light that uh uh, at least one former employee is um, talking about being mistreated while working there in pretty much every manner you can expect uh, someone to complain about being mistreated at uh, in an office setting. And so now they, they are, say they're addressing those concerns. Uh, the CEO, Taryn, has said he is uh, he's hired a, an external um, LTT is not the like CEO consultant company or something. He stepped yeah, away. An external consultant or whatever. He stepped away before this all went down. Yeah, about six weeks ago. But or, he was the CEO when it. Oh yeah, when it, when this was yeah, all when it was going, going when, down. when everything yeah. that was going down went yeah. down, he was the CEO. For the listeners that don't aren't familiar with the story, can you give me a TLDR? Uh y- yeah, I guess. Um, Linus Tech Tips had the worst uh, week imaginable for a large YouTube outfit. As close as to getting canceled as you can get without actually being canceled. Yeah. So it, yeah, is it much. all bad for him? It's all bad. Oh. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yep. So um, everything to everything from uh, questioning their ethics with what happens to things that are sent to them from places that ask you know, for reviews and things like that, all the way to purposefully using or at least knowingly using bad data in their reviews and figures and things like did, that. Did we being called out and being called out by Gamers Nexus, right? Finally. Yeah, Gamers and Nexus was the one that did the expose. And they're on usually it. and they're usually not like that. Like they don't have the need to go after other people. Well no, Gamers Nexus Gamers Nexus that's kind of their their bread and butter is deep dive exposés on on right. stuff like that like when they did one on the on EVGA why it was being closed down and that was really interesting and they did another one on a on a boutique PC uh builder that went out of business after they refused to give an award uh, awarded uh computer away to a streamer mm-hmm. that they had promised to because they decided the streamer didn't have enough followers and they wouldn't get enough uh exposure by giving away that computer that they won you know kind of like these uh online vigilantes kind of yeah you know and uh it just happened to be that uh well it was ltt's turn and he had a he had a lot enough and a lot of evidence receipts to make the video more than you know worth hearsay the production and uh and and uh, time spent on it so 
It wasn't that he was specifically like, oh, I need a, it's time to bring down LTT. It was, it was, look, there's finally enough evidence. We have all of this stuff that needs to be brought out into the light, you know, and uh, because it, because it is misleading consumers that base things, base decisions. Well, just look at that last email or, you know, that listener that was like, I used him for a lot of my consumer purchasing um, advice, you know? So they were just doing it for the ad, doing it for those neat segues. Those dollar dollar bills. Minus LTT. They always do those, those nifty, clever segues. Yeah. And then they, and then they released a couple days later, they released a, an apology video that did not uh land well <laughs> it was monetized and it had sex jokes in it <laughs> yeah no it wasn't oh yeah it was mon- yeah just straight up regular google yeah. monetized yep yeah. and it had yep and it had sex jokes and it had jokes about uh always pushing to sell their stuff on lttstore.com like they just they just really missed the boat on this one <laughs> and pimpin'. uh big pimping yep they they really and then that was after Linus doubled down on posts on uh, his forums about why he made the decisions that he did on certain things. And yeah, yeah, yeah. They they So they stopped production for a week to say they're going to do it, some internal investigations and try no to figure show? out. No, they even they even canceled WAN show. Wow, was, that was that was that was a big question online if they would yep. actually yep double even, down on the WAN show. And you know? and it's I think it's a smart thing that they canceled WAN show because. History shows that Linus does not perform well when faced with issues in a live environment, and he probably would have put his foot in his oh, mouth yeah. again or, yeah. if anything was brought up. What you know? a nerd uh, put under public pressure didn't articulate yeah. well? <laughs> yeah, That's <exactly>. so weird. <laughs> Can you believe it? Yeah. So anyway, that's the LTT update. Uh, they're supposed to resume... Um, production on their stuff, I think at the end of this week. Um, I I don't know if I'm interested in seeing what they have anymore at this point for a while. Did, you, at least. did any of you guys unsub? Jaren and I did. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. I it's probably it's not going to be a permanent thing, but I'm I'm going to unsub for a while. Well, how else? Yeah. How else do you ha- how else do you cast your vote with a yeah, company exactly. like that? You know. Yep. So I'll I'll give them a month or two and see if it's worth going back to. Uh, what changes have been made and things like that. But uh, I'll tell you what, it sure has freed up a lot of uh, space on my YouTube recommendations because <laughs> they were putting out 25 well, videos a week, which is yeah. just too well, many. Who, what's, what's that girl that, that got fired or whatever? Like she was saying about the pressure and they even. She was the yeah. one that, that was uh, whistleblowing on Twitter yeah. about it. Madison yeah. something or another. Yeah. Um, but that was, that was interesting too, how they. We're just like if oh, you they, follow they the totally Reddit, they have they have a Reddit uh, subreddit, and there was just, I guess that's where some responses came came out of, and from from Linus or whatever. And anyway, it yeah. was it was fire in there too. It was a dumpster fire. Yep, all over the place, all over the so, place for Linus Tech Tips uh, and LMG over this last week. Well, there you go. They shut uh, down yeah. for us for the obligatory apology period of mourning their ethics. At least he didn't pull a Miranda Sings, sang, sing, oh, whatever man. her name is, and whip yeah. out a ukulele and then like try to sell the song and then strike people when they. Yeah, mm. that's yeah, that, one was rough. that wins right now for worst response. <laughs> yeah. uh, 
Yeah, but it still sucks when you have to say, well, at least you're not as bad as this person. <laughs> right? <laughs> Yet. Oh. So, all right. Uh, let's move along to, we have a couple of AI stories here. You know, we haven't talked about AI too much in the last uh, couple of weeks. So, Or have we, and has AI been censoring us? Ooh, ooh, we'll never know. So we might as well talk about it now anyway. Good point, good point. Uh, uh, and that's, that's the question. Uh, can we even detect AI? Jaren, that's your story. I understand. He was, uh, uh, why are you taking so long to say anything? <laughs> he was taking a moment of silence for impact. My brain works differently than yours. To me, it was a reasonable... He's waiting for that page so, to load. That's so what it by, was. By differently, do you mean slower? Because that's the that's the vibe I'm getting. Different. The only time my brain works quickly is when I have something to make fun of. Yeah. Of someone else. It's, okay. Oh, that's the truth. Quickest, always quickest in, cut in the West over here. It's always in defense mode. Always just like, okay, who's going to attack me next? I got my hands up. So you got it, uh, as far as detecting AI, we're talking about written text. Okay. And um, in January, OpenAI, they announced a tool that could supposedly detect written text from AI, which uh, teachers could use to check papers, you know, right. stuff like that. Um, they have quietly uh, Boo, taken that narc. down. They just, yeah, they just, they just <laughs> mm, do not. This is not the droid you're looking um, for. Actually, like, we don't have this. And yeah. and I and the reason, and I quote, is for its low rate of accuracy. <laughs> so the one um, thing it was like meant if you're to do, if you're the student yeah. if you're the student that got failed because they said you wrote and you know AI wrote your paper and you're like I promise it didn't and they're like this tool said so tough beans because yeah. they knew it was inaccurate and they <laughs> didn't care. So. Yeah. They say we are working to incorporate feedback and are currently researching more effective provenance techniques for text. And I've made a commitment to develop and deploy mechanisms that enable users to understand if audio or visual content is AI generated. So this so is trans if, translation. One of their family members failed a class and now they're shutting <laughs> yeah. it down. If if AI can't detect AI, we're screwed. Yeah, that's a big problem. What if the yeah. other AI just tells it, I'm not AI? Are you AI? No. No. Carry on. Nah. <laughs> this next election cycle is going to be terrifying. Oh, it's <laughs> going to be terrifying. I'm already terrified. The AI asks the other AI, how many fingers do you have? If they Six. Say anything <laughs> other than five, they know it's an AI. Yeah. Yeah. But oh, soon yeah. AIs okay. will know, yeah. just say five <laughs> or 10, you know? <laughs> How many hands? Yeah, this is going to be a big problem as we go on if uh, it becomes undetectable by both humans and algorithms because what can you trust at that point? It's, uh, already, hard. it's already hard. Probably, Have you guys yeah. actually seen any, like, I know I swear there's, there's news agencies out there, entities out there that are using AI for their, for their fluff pieces now, their stuff. CNET's been caught. Yeah, yeah. they've already been caught. And yeah. so it's like, you just like, it was already hard to vet the sources we had. And I'm not, you know, and I'm a person that is by nature untrusting of a single source. <laughs> oh, and I thought so, you were going to say untrustworthy. And there's, there's AI content <laughs> farms already. Some, and some it's some going to make Google horrible. Oh man. Can you imagine it's crawling yeah. through? Yeah. It's just going to, at least we could rely on our own Google skills that we've cultivated over the last 25 years. Mm -hmm. Now we can't even rely on that because the data being scraped and presented back to us is inaccurate. So, Or may I suggest mm. that millennials are the best to 
uh, cope with this. And every other generation, they're screwed. Oh, that's true. We'll Millennials the to the rescue. Ones. Yep, yeah. we'll be the only ones that can can do it because we saw it from the beginning. Yeah, yeah. we yeah. know what it's like. Gen Z, they're too that. young. Gen X and older, they, they're too old. Yeah, perfect. We are. Did I show you guys that history? That history of the generations thing that goes back and talks about the hero generation. Oh the, yeah, that's that's kind of that idea. It did that was interesting. Yeah. All right, and other AI news. Uh, well. The courts have decided, at least this court anyway, that AI-generated art cannot be copyrighted. You can't? They're not. It cannot. Because who would own it? Yep. Well, so here's the, the story. It will Is a U.S. state, United States District Court Judge Beryl A. Howell ruled last Friday that AI-generated artwork can't be copyrighted. That's weird because, like, what if you just, what if it was, you call AI your paintbrush? Like it's well, just see, a and tool. And it's just a tool. That's the question. You know what? What about that kind of? What, it's just a brush. Thing? So it was. Uh, it was in response to a lawsuit against the U.S. Copyright Office after it refused to copyright an image for Stephen Taller or Thaller. I'm not sure for an AI-generated image made with the creative machine algorithm that he created himself. He cre yeah, as long as you create the algorithm and you own it from. From well, bang to bullets, right? How do you know that? What are you training it on, though? Are you training it on art that you created yourself? What, yeah. What if he trained it on his own art? Does it say that? Nope. But oh. I guarantee he didn't. <laughs> Nobody, come <laughs> on. He's like, like the most <laughs> prolific art artist makes maybe five hundred, a thousand portraits or, or pieces of art, and that's just not enough. That would yeah. actually be a really interesting art piece. Yeah. An artist yeah. that knows a bit about AI, creating their own AI based on their own art pieces. I'd go and see that. It would be well, I'll interesting. Tell you somebody, somebody who actually like works in the manufacturing space, and I, I manage a marketing team that that has a lot of creative assets that ha we have to go out and actually take photos of. The next big thing is if we can actually like train AI on objects, and then have that generate. Like for mm -hmm. us, that would be huge. Yeah, but so if you know somebody. Uh, in, her, in her decision, Judge Howell wrote that copyright has never been granted to work that was absent any guiding human hand, adding that human authorship is a bedrock requirement of copyright. And uh, see, her decision was born out in past cases cited by the judge, like the one involving the monkey selfie, mm -hmm. when the monkey took a selfie and someone wanted to copyright it. Uh, now, to contra contrast, Judge Howell noted a case in which a woman compiled a book from notebooks she filled with words she believed were dictated to her by a supernatural voice, and that was worthy of copyright because yeah. she wrote the words from herself. The, from, yeah. And that, that goes, like we were saying before, like if, you know, she's like without the guiding hand of a human right. or whatever, it's like, well, the AI was trained on something. That's a guiding hand. It, yeah, maybe if it's, not, if it's not his work, then yeah, yeah exactly. they've got a that's, case. That's the but she said it's basically that she wouldn't copyright it because it wasn't guided by a, a living mind or a human hand. Mm -hmm. But but really, and the, then, the stronger case is it was trained on art that wasn't his. Therefore, he couldn't have created it himself or, you know, uniquely. So, yeah. And uh, further, she says um, humanity is approaching new frontiers in copyright, though. Oh, it's uh, where artists it's... will use AI as a tool to create new work. She wrote that this would create challenging questions regarding how much human input is necessary 
to copyright AI created art. Noting it's coming AI, to a tipping point already. But then the same thing you said right there, noting the AI models are often trained on pre-existing work. So that's, that's the biggest hangup that we're going to have going forward is can you copyright something that, sure, you put the prompt in for it to be done, what about, but what about how it was trained? Like here what about everything, all the copyright infringement that it did in the gathering of data for how to write this new thing here, or draw here's, this here's new it thing? Go. It's, going to be an art, it's going to be an art commune, right? Because no one person can produce enough art to train a, an AI in theory uh and this art commune gets together and they all it's open source art ai art copyright because they all consent that any art they make or draw yeah. in good this luck, commune good luck getting artists to agree to that they, no well, way good luck getting be... all of the artists to show up to the same place at the same time <laughs> To be the only, like able to communicate without getting frustrated or passively frustrated. All they have to do is make their art. Anything that any art that's made while yeah, at but this, then you're, at but this then commune, you're telling them, then you're telling them that they don't get the rights to it. That's what they that. under, the, what they understand is no, that no. all they are doing is making the training data for an AI, and then any art they, they generate, with, any art they generate with the AI afterwards would be copyrighted to them because it's a conglomerate. How do, you, how do you do that though? You give a piece of the copyright to a thousand different people yeah. and they, and they split it's the a, proceeds it's an LL, for it's however an, it's sold it's an LLC. a thousand ways. It's an LLC. You're it's about, <laughs> as a person who works with creatives, you're giving them a lot of credit, bud. That's <laughs> true. Okay. Okay. Sorry. Just, there's, there's, just, I don't look, think I, I'm just, I'm, I'm programmed look, to provide solutions. You're spitballing and I get that. I'm, I, I'm programmed to architect. And so I can't not think about it. There's no solution for this right now though, unfortunately. Hmm. So, and that's, that's where all the, the hubbub lies. Well, Too bad, hubbub. pal. You can't, can't draw things unless you trained it. Like you said, that, that notebook filled with her own insane musings like apparently right. um that's that's hers from bang to bullets even exactly. if whatever but so it would really depend on where where the training data right yep. boils down to the training data yeah that's going to be a huge factor in all the cases you can't forward. copyright your 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 chat gbt prompt or your your ai prompt right that's basically what you're doing your prompt engineer that's the new job title by the way prompt engineer <laughs> prompt engineer bang to bullets I thought bullets. that was really neat. That, that what, was what, what does that come from? Uh, Westerns? I don't know. Is that an Owenism? Did you make <laughs> I, a I've new thing? I've never heard that before. That was the first time hearing it. Owen just made up a new word. What? Oh. I don't know where I heard that from. Somewhere. Grabbed it from something. Look it up. I'll Somebody Google look it. it up. Yeah, I got it. All right. In the meantime, uh, Owen, let's uh, talk about... <laughs> talk about some Facebook AI? <laughs> yeah, let's talk about some Facebook AI. Some, some Facebook AI, some Babelfish? Guys, is it Babel or Babel? Babel, I th it's. I mean, it's it's like the Tower of Babel. Oh, okay. So, uh, you guys know what the Babel oh, fish is from? Babel fish is the from. Bible. No, the Babel fish is from Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. That's what this is. That's what they're referencing, and oh. they call it the Babel fish in the book or the movie. Do they? Yeah, they call, they call it, the it the Babel fish. Okay, I only read it. I've I've only read it, so I I did, I can't I didn't remember the actual quote in the movie. Pretty sure, uh, pretty sure it's Babelfish. Anyway. So uh, I was going to say that Facebook is doing what Reddit failed to do mm -hmm. um, initially, you know, because one of Reddit's biggest thing with their APIs and all that thing was because they, they're a little bit stung by the fact that these really, really, really successful companies like ChatGPT, OpenAI that are getting billions from Microsoft used Reddit's 
uh, you know, use their their basically free API calls right. um, to train their models and kind of can't let can't shove that genie back in the box. They can't prove it. Therefore, they can't litigate it. They can't get their cut of the of the um, money. And so uh, I was going to say that. But then, you know, as, as the article goes on, so Meta is Meta is basically aiming to use to it's called seamless M4T and it's a multimodal AI model that will do speech and text translations. Do you know what this means? Come on, say it. Universal. Speech universal and text translations. Translations. Universal, oh, universal translator. Yeah, so you know, wow. Google was working on this a while ago and we talked about it, these earbuds that you put in and basically somebody talks to you and then it like yeah. translates and we're like, wow, that'd be so cool. Yeah. Uh, Facebook is going for this as well. It can perform, it can do text or audio confirmation text to speech so it can you text it talks speech to text so you you speak and it texts speech to speech and text to text translations Dang. for up to 100 languages Dang. Um, Whoa. yeah Is it so good though? that's that's well, the question how yeah. <laughs> you know like i don't i don't it, know if it's going to sound robotic or like what but well, i would say even even the intonation and whatnot of it doesn't matter as much as will it be able to understand people with accents right like or that? all the different slightly different dialects right yeah. like even in south america like they're speaking the same language but like there's regional dialects that uh -huh. are well there's there's regional dialect dialects of english oh, yeah, in the yeah, u.s right. you know right for sure I mean, I, is there a place where you go maybe maybe new orleans the yeah the deep south stuff like that well like sure. in new orleans that creole accent mm -hmm. um in in louis in it's like the, the mix of uh, english and french kind yeah, of yeah that's that gambit one's hard speaks. to exactly <laughs> yeah that's what gambit speaks like make sure make sure make sure they get that <laughs> one on file um so yeah it's gonna be they are opening it to a what they're calling a research license so they're not going out ai they're not giving away for free um, but it's got, it's got a lot of hours of mind speech and text alignments, uh, to kick this off. So, uh, um, many hours, 270,000 of those hours. That's too that's many hours. Lot. That's a lot of hours, Tony. That's a lot of hours. Uh, Hey, that's a reference to home again. Wait, anyway, you mean uh, 470,000, no, 270,000 hours. Is what it says, the, the biggest open multimodal transaction data set to date totaling 270 hours of mind speech and text alignments 270,000 oh, hours looking at? this is 470,000 hours oh. am i wrong anyway um one of the things they say is that you know google's been doing this for a while with google translate text -to speech um oh i see where you saw that and the the translation functions support 100 languages for for speech output and 36 uh, for the text link for the texting is a hunt. So when it says, oh, it supports up to 100 languages, that's actually only for text. The speech output function supports 36 output languages. Oh, okay. So, so um, I think I found a problem in their article. They say 270,000 where you're looking at. And then at later, it. And then yeah. Two paragraphs down, it says uh, 470,000. Yeah, I would have never hours. got down there in the fourth paragraph. Nope. <laughs> If God, you keep so reading, it I didn't just, know there was. You know, I didn't know there was more words after that ad. It, uh, that ad's too big. It's too big, it, and I, I thought like that it. was the end. Yeah, it it makes it look like that. Yeah, for sure. Anyway, um, but they, yeah, they do say this multimodal speech translations four hundred seven thousand hours. So they they talk about in this article how they how they trained it, um, 
And then one of the things, and this is going to become, I as AI law starts to surface and become more prevalent, which is happening now, it's mm-hmm. kind of weird to be like living in this time when it's happening. Because um, it's like new. How weird is that? That we're like doing something really new. Yeah. Um, like normally it's like, oh, there's precedent here. There's precedent here. Like there's no precedent for this. But one of the things that's going to come up in AI law is going to be where did you get your training data? Oh yeah, for like, sure. That's going to have to be that. In fact, I, I assume that will be table stakes for even starting a business. What did you train this on? And that training data will become IP. You mm-hmm. know, that, that is what that is. And they, they talk about where they get their training data from. And uh, they, they kind of go a little bit, you know, sketchy. And they say they didn't, they didn't specify exactly where, um, they, it says Meta is being a little vague about where it got its training data. The text data came from the same data set deployed in NLBB, NLLB, which was uh, Wikipedia news sources, scripted speeches, and other sources, and, tran- and translated by professional human translators. Um, seamless MT- M4T speech data came from 4 million hours, 4 million hours of raw <laughs> audio originating from a publicly available repository of crawled web data. They just scraped the internet. Define define crawled web data. How much you want to bet you could, if you switch those letters around, it would just say YouTube. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah. Uh And that's uh, the same as them screaming. We didn't steal it. We didn't didn't, steal it. If that's what you guys are thinking. I didn't steal this. It was lying there on the floor already. I just picked it up. Look, sound waves were just flowing. We we just set up a microphone in Central Park and it just. It'd be silly not to use it. Yeah. (laughs) And, uh, but they didn't. uh, But anyway, repository of crawled web data of which 1 million hours were in English. So Mm -hmm. basically, they got 1 million hours of English. Uh, They did not specify which repository. Or the provenance of the auto of the audio clips used. So what, again, this is the wild west right now. They're yeah, taking advantage really of the fact that that nobody is really able to enforce what your data sets are, where you're training those from, because that's one of the requirements of these large language models. Is they don't create something from nothing. Right. You know, no matter how much you want to turn that around and and look at it through a different view, they are using some sort of foundation. AI cannot create well humans uh, kind of yeah. do that too. yeah but we can make the conscious we make the conscious choice too that's we have that's where that's where the I question mean, is well that's where that's where the real question is when does ai be considered when is ai considered vi virtual oh, intelligence right yeah. yeah because at that point if something is considered a virtual intelligence it, it has the same it's level of choice creative right? Yeah, choice making as a human does, you know, and in that case, it'd be hard to deny it something like a copyright, you know, because that's exactly how we operate. We see everything around us, we take it all in, and until until an AI's data set is until an AI's data set is created only from other AI data sets, though, you can't truly say even then, right, right. I mean, you could still make the vague connection back to the fact that without the original seed, without the original data sets. Yeah. So if you guys it, ever, I, yeah, if, sorry. Go ahead. No, I was going to say, if you guys ever come and visit me in my office, there's a book that I always give to people that like take tours through the studios over here. It's called steal like an artist. It's a fantastic, like easy to read book. Look, Owen has big letters. Wait, wait, so you just have copies of these books around that you give to people? 
yeah, I just buy them and give them to people as they're taking the tour. But basically, like, it's it's my philosophy on, like, creating things. It's like, don't reinvent the wheel. Take the wheel and make it better. Yeah. If that makes sense. Everything's already been made. Let's be honest. The, the ability to make something absolutely completely new at this stage in humankind is... Even consciousness. It's preposterous. Almost, yeah, preposterous is the perfect word, James. Thank you. It, it, everything we do is a combination of our experiences and our oh, research. Right. You know? And so that's where the question is, when do we count an artificial intelligence or a virtual intelligence equal to humans in the... When has it changed enough, right? Yeah, when is it, when is it something that they created based on their own will? their own it's, desires, we, their own choices. And we already have that precedent set for humans because how do we set, how do we decide when something should or shouldn't be copyrighted? There's a percentage of difference that it has to be. If you want to make a song yes, and you're that's like, true as well. you're like, Oh, this Is has to be 48% mm-hmm. different in the music. So at what point does AI, when does that percentage tip towards original art that's or original creation? Didn't, for sure. Didn't Ed Sheeran actually just get done with a court case about that? Just saying, like, mm-hmm. somebody was suing him for the riff in one of his songs. Sounded like a Beatles his... song or, or Yeah, something? something like that. Yeah. Uh, and then, like, when he went to court, he played, like, a progression. And he showed, I can play 90% these four of the chords are Yeah, these mm-hmm. four chords are used for 90% of the music out there. And so, so. It, it gets a little murky, but at the same time, I understand how it could be weaponized in, in as much as just, you know, I mean, saying, it was, it's, uh, it's, it's patent trolls. I mean, that's the whole thing yeah. behind patent trolls, right? It was uh, Marvin Gaye's Let's Marvin, Get It On. Let's Get It oh, On. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One yeah. that was in question. And he played it in court. Yeah, he, he And he won basically the case. threw it down. He, yeah, he won the case, but he basically said, if I lose this, I'm quitting music. Like, this is ridiculous. Yeah, it's not, it's not worth it. I'm out. Ed Sheeran I out. Mean, I don't think he would out. <laughs> not making Pat that Brand. Taylor Swift money. And it, yeah. Woo. No, nobody is. Can you imagine how awesome that would be? Holy mm. moly. She's cleaning up right now. Big anyway. time. So there you go. Very interesting stuff on the AI front. Um, we're, we're at the point where we just got to see where it goes. You know? Hope the decision makers the future is now. make good decisions. Yeah. And uh, knowing who our decision makers are. I don't have a lot of faith in that. Probably not so, in great hands. I, for one, welcome <laughs> our, our new AI, AI overlords. VI overlords. VI overlords. I won't accept it until it's VI. That's right. All right. Uh, let's see. Let's switch to um, real real brains. What? Real brains, brain waves, reading brain waves. So, uh, scientists reconstructed the song "Another Brick in the Wall" by Pink Floyd from reading a patient's brain waves. They were able to basically—it was a research team in the University of California, Berkeley. They decoded the listener's brain waves using their sensors and whatnot. Um, and I, I believe that these were um, not external sensors; these were invasive yeah. surgery sensors on their brains but Ooh. reading the sensors information on there from the brains and they were able able to 
identify and reconstruct. It, were they using Pink AI Floyd, to do that? The wall, another brick in the wall. Uh, I thought they said that an AI. They probably had to use some of AI. that to sort through everything, just because yeah. it does it so much faster find than the patterns, than humans right? would to find I the patterns. I really yeah. hope those sensors were in there already. <laughs> For one, like, hey man, we just need to we we need to have you listen to the song. Yeah, don't, don't worry about it. Just, just downside fall is we're gonna drill. <laughs> we're gonna do about seven quarter inch holes so yeah it, it was you said you were just filling a cavity <laughs> it was it was information from people that had sensors already in there they were they were uh well that's a relief epilepsy sh- suffering patients that uh, oh, had okay. uh sensors already in there for monitoring stuff and things so like this could that, go like one of correctly. two ways it could be awesome because it could be like think of those awesome dreams that you have and you sound crazy trying to describe them it's like no 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 check this out check this out and like you're actually able to show it but then i also don't like the idea of somebody being able to steal your consciousness you know yeah, right <laughs> that's yeah. like good. in what's that uh 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 jordan peele uh movie uh with the upside not the upside down but the sunken place uh oh shoot what's that called? i've seen that oh freak okay nope. never mind. sorry so anyway yeah that's uh that's interesting it's uh you know, imagine the imagine the privacy implications of that. If that's the new lie detector, they make a way to well, make this external, right? And then they just yeah, start asking you that's the questions, thing. and your brain starts reproducing data that you can't stop. <laughs> it's like having a telepath in the room. Yep, that's exactly what it's like. Which it's it's a good thing, but also a bad thing. You know, yeah, the ability like, to lie. Well, it's one of those things. that's like if used purely for good. Yeah, it could be a good Which thing. Which never but, will but be. It never will good. be. So you know why? Because bad, because bad evil is unregulated, and so right. evil always takes precedence. And then finally, good catches up and smushes evil. But I mean, look at the look the, at the. This is what the Marvel movies tell me. Yes. Uh, no. Uh, like the Dark Ages, most of our medical knowledge and what we know about anatomy comes like in the initial foundation of that was from the Dark Ages when. They were just cutting people open for well, fun. They were, even, they were doing that out of the dark ages too, even in the Renaissance and stuff like yeah, that. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. That's where well, a lot, just, and a lot of our medical data also comes from um, Nazi prison camps, which is oh, that's what I was going to yeah, say. Pretty that, horrifying. Yep. Um, and we we built on that, so it's like unregulation always precedes regulation in that way. Like it always, we always have this foundation. Then somebody goes, mm, we probably you shouldn't took be it a little too people. far, you knuckleheads. We probably shouldn't be killing all these people so i like how you use the word probably in there <laughs> probably yeah, you, you, you always got a hedge like yeah, what I mean, if what yeah. if you're wrong you never yeah. want to be definitive that's a good point because yeah. then it can be held against you at some point yeah, whoa, whoa. exactly Did if i have a run for office they'll be like you definitely said it wasn't evil and it was evil <laughs> like i said it probably i said probably probably if it was in a kentucky court of law <laughs> your honor i do declare that uh, i have not perjured myself if you read back the transcript if you read back the declare. run the tape now, if someone get the me tape. a mint julep. <laughs> my iced tea has crazy. become mildly tepid in my grasping hands. <laughs> Dude, I think All we right. would do good in Kentucky. I'm going to be honest. I think that's where our new target audience should be is yeah. in Kentucky. I think, I think we you missed a calling there. I mean, you I know. To... Gosh dang it. Well, it's Let's... probably good we don't have any listeners there, I'm guessing. because they Kentucky would... James. That's what we're going to... Oh, can you know. imagine how cool I would be? 
Kentucky James. We need to have a whole segment of Kentucky James. My molasses I have seen has gone asunder from my hands. If you uh, read back. I don't know. You kind of sound like uh, a <laughs> guy from Georgia? Knives Out. <gasps> James Bond? Benoit Blanc. There Benoit Blanc, yeah. Benoit Blanc. Couldn't think of his name either. <laughs> All right. Let's see. Let's do a quick lightning round and call it a day. Um Actually, I don't have a lightning round one, so let's uh, we'll skip on to. No, wait, I do. There's one. Uh, very quickly, there's a company out there making synthetic salmon. Hey, of we course, knew it was coming. Yep. Can you taste the difference? That's what that's the, the that's what the article's about. Can you taste the difference? And the article says yes, you can. <laughs> <laughs> that's I, the I, new. The new, the new Uncanny Valley will move from visual stimuli to all the other senses now. Yeah, exactly. Right? I, I read that, this article too, and it brought back a argument I've read before. And it's like, do vegetarians and vegans really want the taste of meat, or are they happy with what they're doing? You know? Yeah, and he addresses that a little bit at the end. And I think that stuff like this is more for people who wish they had the willpower or desire to be vegan. They need a little cr- or they vegetarian. Need a they need a crutch. And, yeah, they need a crutch. So and, vegans, vegetarians who don't really commit. Yeah, don't exact, want to commit. Exactly. Fully. Don't want to commit. And, fully. And you can't. You can't fight evolution. Our bodies are programmed to smell fat and salt, mm, and, like cooking and sugar, and, yep. and and like in sugar, like it, no matter if you're vegan or not, you salivate. Like, mm-hmm. and so that's I can understand that this fills kind of that. The that, I think the real the real future for these kinds of things all the. All of the uh, plant-based or or gro- lab-grown proteins is for when it gets good enough that it can replace the uh, factory farming, right? You know, yeah, that's, like salmon, the fish. That that's one thing. Um, it's not as it's, impactful to the environment. It's less, yeah. Much Whereas less. like cows, Beef, yeah, they're they're, they're right. horrible for the environment. So oh, I, yeah. I support the cow side a, a whole lot more than yeah, beef and chicken. I, I as well. So we'll we'll see where it goes, but they said for a first shot, this is they actually did a pretty good job. They basically found a way to create the scaffolding of the meat and fat, and then would fill the scaffolding in with their own proprietary like protein and fat mixture thing, Yum. and uh, flavoring. So they sure know how to sell food. It makes you it know, sound good, doesn't it? <laughs> Once the gel is fully frozen, the ice is removed, leaving behind empty channels. The gel is the the uh, uh, scaffolding, right? These channels act as a scaffold and are filled with proteins and other ingredients. Color. Our scaffolding fats. is better than the competitions. <laughs> to it form like yeah, muscle exactly. you, can, you can taste that, exactly. it. Exactly. That's, that's right. like, what yep. are you going to, what are you so, going to, what's your brand? Our scaffold point, brand. That's right. And the point of that is to make it look and break apart like salmon does, you know, the flakiness and everything like that. So. <laughs> Anyway, you know, it's so, it's a beta right now, and they said it was actually pretty good. And uh, if it continues to progress and becomes cheaper than regular salmon, right. then it might have a place in the see. In the and that's that's where it's at. It has to taste like it, it has to be cheaper because yep. everything in this freaking world is too expensive right now. True that's that. where this. That's where morals and ethics usually slip at is when cost <laughs> when it comes costs, down. Yeah. You know, and so it's like, <laughs> wait, we really love t-shirts. I just don't like t-shirts for twenty dollars. What if we make kids make them in Mexico? Well, how much are they then? Two dollars. 
I mean, the kids make some money, right? It's a lot of money to them. <laughs> oh, okay. What's 20 cents in Mexico? It goes a lot farther, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, it doesn't go a lot pr proportionally. And so that's where the ethics of... You reason your way out of it. You reason your... That's the truth. We already have fake crab. What's what's another... Uh, yeah, we, how did, yeah, how did society... Water burn? animal. Was, Imitation was crab has been around forever. Do you feel like that... Do you feel like it was like... The people in charge are just like, well, crab. Even the rich people were like, crabs are really hard to catch. <laughs> Nobody, I, who's gonna I, know? Nobody. I'm sure knows. they were that whiny sounding too. Well, yeah. what's funny too is <laughs> if you look at the best, know. if you look at the best imitation crab, it usually has some regular crab still mixed into it. Yeah. They're like, we look, we're like we look. We look. We we add one it's, cup of real crab, yeah, four exactly. cups of cardboard. It's basically the, like it's dog food. Yeah, it's basically <laughs> like when Taco Bell got busted putting oats in their meat, you know, st stuff like that to make it last longer. You're making <laughs> me eat nuts. What kind well, of that? Taco that makes Bell me mad this? because it makes it so I can't eat their meat. Well, they don't do that anymore. They don't. No, they it's don't. all 100 beef now. What else is in there? Uh, seasonings. Do you believe that? Do you honestly believe? Do you believe? That? I eat a lot of Taco Bell, and I gotta say, if it's not, I don't. Did you care. detect it before, <laughs> dude? I ate Taco Bell last night, and it tasted like dust. You uh, have a bad Taco Bell in your area, yeah, sir. <laughs> the only thing I will I had say it for is lunch that they're, it was glorious. Their tortilla chips. I got the nachos Bel Grande yesterday, and uh, I I ran out of toppings before I ran out of chips. That's why I you had... always get extra cheese. Uh, so Tony, the, cheese. the chips are horrible. Let me get this straight. You you had it coming out both ends yesterday, and the Two first meal afterwards is Taco Bell. You just gotta oh jump yeah, back man! You I gotta, gotta jump put, back on the horse, man. I gotta put my gut through its paces to make sure yeah. it's good to go. You just get you, right okay. back up on the horse. You I know gluten free doesn't understand that, but respect. You, Wait, what you, did you call me? Gluten free. That's we got offensive. Kentucky James, and we got gluten free up in the top right there. <laughs> I is, have a so moniker. Offensive, man. <laughs> All right, Jaron, do you have a? Uh, uh, what do you call it? Lightning round? I do. Uh, those with tinnitus, um, the ringing in your ears after a lifetime of listening to loud music, going to concerts, and having a kid scream in your ear. Yep. Um, speaking for a friend, not not me at all. Uh, hmm. There is possibly a new treatment, and uh, it's shown to improve tinnitus by like uh, quite a bit, actually. Um, according to the participants, it went down by like over half. And basically what they're doing, they're listening to something like a certain thing for 30 minutes and they have electrodes placed on somewhere. <laughs> oh, crap. somewhere. Is, is this the yeah, thing where somewhere. they insert probes into your head? They, they attach electrodes near their ear and on their neck. Hmm. Um, and they, it puts out an electrical impulse. Anyway, if, if they did this exercise for 30 minutes daily for six weeks, tinnitus went down substantially and continued to... Uh, be lower for up to 36 weeks. Oh, nice. Yeah. Oh, it's still a short period of time. I mean, not a short period. Of well, you time. can just probably do the exercises again and have it be yeah, good yeah. again. And it's know? equipment oh. that you could take home. So oh, you yeah, don't have to great. go to the doctor for it. Yeah, I'm, I'm way interested in this. You're going to order really it? Cool. It's a trial right now, Tony. Uh, it's you not should try and get in the trial. Do you, do you have really bad tinnitus? I, I do, yeah. Oh. Is it from music or is it from kids, do you think? All of it. I just looked it up. Mm. It's like one, of the, one of the main causes, one of the main causes of uh, tinnitus, high blood pressure or allergies. Oh, I do have allergies. Don't have high blood pressure. I went to allergies. many concerts growing up. I listened to a lot of loud music, and it, so it was always there. But with my last child, it got markedly worse because the, la the last kid found the pitch. The, yeah, 
Yeah, to finish it off. I used to think I was crazy. I'd be like, you guys hear that? They're like, what's wrong with you? I'm like, I hear like a whining somewhere. <laughs> and That's then people would cut to yeah. like, oh yeah, it's I slam my kid's door and I'm like, never mind. Oh, there it was. <laughs> Is somebody Idiots. gonna answer the phone? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Owen, uh lightning round. Uh, you know, I'm gonna toss this one out there for a lightning round because we're just not getting to it and I I don't really care anymore. Um, but it's the you, you guys remember back in the day we talked about that uh world coin? Because we were really into crypto. There was like a stint, I, th I think we? I recall. I don't, I don't we ever were? remember being into we, crypto. We, because really we are a team, Jaron. Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah, you're only right. as You're only as obsessed <laughs> as your <laughs> least Throw obsessed member. Throw me under member. the bus. I, I get it. You're only, you're only, <laughs> anyway. WorldCoin was basically, they take a picture of your face. And you register, and that, you your face becomes your identity. And WorldCoin like was WorldCoin was like the real world. <laughs> WorldCoin was the was the token, the the blockchain that this would transact on. Um, well, I didn't know this at the time. We didn't know this because I don't think at the time ChatGPT had really, uh, you know, broken the surface of of our of our consciousness here. But it was the the founder of, of WorldCoin was Sam Altman. Who is the founder of ChatGPT? OpenAI, OpenAI, and the creator of ChatGPT. Hmm. Uh, and we talked about this back in 2021, but we have an update that came out about this. The WorldCoin Globe, basically the face scanner tool, is going global. Hey. Um, it's distinguishing humans from AI. That's the whole role. So this is basically. You know, they, they shut down their chat GPT, you know, text detection, but WorldCoin is supposed to be able to distinguish humans from AI online. So the idea of being able to spot deep fakes and, and stuff like that. Um, and you, you do this by you scan your face. Data starts. Yep. That, well, you, you have to submit sets. something that is you, right? Yeah. And so... Um, the startup's helmet-shaped eyeball scanning verification device to receive their... This is how you get your world ID. This is supposed to become the de facto method for in which you are identified in the world. Why is it over. so creepy? It's yeah. so creepy. But they started in South is. America, so... Because it just is. They're handing out... They're handing out... I don't know what they're handing out. It's going to say something really really bad right there but anyway they were just they were they started in a in a low-income country with and i want to say low income but i meant to say low regulation those are usually hand in hand because they are usually yes um but they started in a low regulation place and now they're now they're going out to be weird uh if here's how it works in the works for three years they've quietly been signing individuals up in many countries including india giving those onboarding 25 world coin tokens that's what you are worth uh that's an interesting thing hold on coinbase or uh <laughs> coin market cap come on somebody's faster than me no this, I, this like is your dog squirm. and pony oh, show Luke, hold on hold on what look at how, his face how right much now. is how much is world coin currently worth on the market look at his face right now this is the face that his monitor sees for 12 hours a day Right here. Shut, this is uh, $1.42. $1. cents. Now, Jaron, math that up. Times that by 25. $1.42 times 25. 
Just round it up to a buck fifty. Like three thirty-seven fifty or so. Yeah. Well, there you go. That's what your face you, is worth. That's what you. That's what your global identity is worth. And that's uh, fine. Uh, anyway, they. Uh, the project has received criticism for exploitative practices in poor countries. Oh, I can't imagine <laughs> oh, why. What? Um, but in May and, and in July, so between May of 2021 and July of 2023, though, more than 2 million individuals have verified their world IDs on an orb across more than 30 different countries. Mm. Um, I'm pretty sure they're not to the U.S. yet. Uh, definitely not in the EU. Uh, I'm going to tell you, those the people over in the EU are pretty <laughs> cagey about yeah. their privacy. Good luck getting um, this into the EU. Yeah. Uh, they're, yeah, they're not launching in the U.S. yet. So anyway, uh, I, I just thought the connection between, I didn't know World Token back at the time when we were talking about it. I didn't know World Token was linked to Sam Altman, who was, who is, you know, over AI. And I didn't know the process, the whole idea back then we we weren't like oh yeah man we're gonna be worried about and we were topic we were talking about deep fakes and we were like wow that's gonna be a mess but we never thought that ai would jump up so fast and be like making like iterating on its own deep fakes to to make full-on ads and things like that that where the uncanny valley, as long as you don't look at the hands, is pretty close. You know? Too many fingers. <laughs> too many, too many, not enough fingers. They're like, there's too much. There. See, and I, I, and I credit this to the Simpsons, by the way. See, the Simpsons has 25 years of making three-fingered characters, and that's why AI can't get... Oh wow! That's why they of all can't. the Simpsons content, I mm-hmm. like that theory. And since yep. they've been predicting the future, I'm, I'm, um, I'm, I'm, Almost 100%. Put that that tinfoil hat on. Convinced that they are being run from an entity from the future. Mm -hmm, Um, mm -hmm. That's my tinfoil hat moment. And my lightning round that turned into more of just a regular story. I was going to say, longest lightning round ever for Owen. Sorry. (laughs) It's been, we've been shuffling that story along for like a month. And so I just want to. All of Get which culminated. There. All of which culminated in the uh, declaration that Matt Groening is a time traveler. From he must the future. be. I mean, prove me wrong. <laughs> prove me wrong. I with science. I can't. No. You know. <laughs> You're right. The burden of proof is on us. That's, That's true. right. Yeah. Yeah. All right, uh, James. Did you have a lightning round? Uh, no, I do not. I'm just okay. happy to be here. I'm happy to be existing. Uh, you know, I just, uh, I'm just happy to see you guys. Um, that's oh, is, is that the end? Okay. Yeah, the end. <laughs> is that the end of the show? I think that is no, the end of the show. No. Except for we need a big shout out to our awesome Patreon backers, patreon.com slash gadget spot. Thank you so much for donating to keep this uh, train rolling along the tracks. If you donated $6 a month or more, you get a shout out on the episode, which Jaron has for us right now. Thank you to David Broshinsky, Wiffle Ball Tony. I whiffled that. Connor Kisa. Be the eight-year-old. Always reboot after registry changes. Andy Bird, Adam Heck, Ryan M. If you have to blow your horn, chances are the song is not worth hearing. Adam, Aaron Faulkner, Stuart Lloyd, Joe, Splinter, Dick Messerly, Josh Dorius. Me, speechless like a Japanese video game, dot, dot, dot. Y'all should check out Hendrix Craftsman on Insta and TikTok. Matt Nelson, Nathan Moskus, Eric Cruz, Eric Steinman, Keslo, Jeremy, No Name, No Color, Travis Johnson, Gate Geeky Stickers for your computer or laptop, or have me design something for you at Pie Man Graphics on Etsy. Mm. The end. 
All right. Thank you so much, Patreon backers. Yeah. You know, you come on over to our Patreon channel. You get a, you get to come into a cool channel if you're a Patreon backer, but come on over anyway. You know, speaking of our Patreon or of our of our Discord, you get to have, come over to our sec- super secret Patreon Discord. But come on over to our Discord anyway. Um because we've had a bunch like come play Minecraft with us. We have a couple people hit me up this week. I made a new channel, a public channel. Come well, over and join in. Let's be specific. So, Go play Minecraft with Owen. Oh yeah, sorry. With and sometimes Landon and sometimes and James. Even more yeah. sometimes James. Or Dude, or maybe just I, no I with nobody because I don't do the it's Minecraft. been a we're going to get Tony on there. Once there's enough public support, he won't be able to say no. You think you can pressure me into that? Yeah. We'll see. We'll set a Patreon goal. Boom. Roasted. Mm-hmm. We'll do it. Nice. And you'll play. <laughs> if we get this many subs, Tony has to play 15 hours of Minecraft. 1,000 subs. That sounds like fun. <laughs> I think Tony would appreciate some of the stuff I built. I think I did a good job. Except for this half done statue of Jaren that you haven't come back to in four months. I so don't give me that crap. All of his best features. You all you have is his <laughs> from the knees down. <laughs> yeah, no, all, all you have is his package in his s- legs. Yep. Yeah, it's pretty oh. spectacular. It's all I focus yeah. on. I mean it stops right at his package. And then there's like basic so you don't see anything from Jaren from w- would you describe it in more detail, please? Nope, this is the end of the episode. Thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading. (laughs) We appreciate you. And now, is it that big, Owen? Your your hands up there? James is going to take us out. Opening field. Skin colored. Flaccid. Object. Hey. Fade to black. We hope you care. (laughs) What the heck?